With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! Starting with the Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then the Thomas Voice presents by booking only Tuesdays. It's the Grub at 1 p.m. Followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne Lee Green at 6 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk. With Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30. Followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Friday, Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4.30 p.m. And Saturdays is our double hitter. And it starts with Saturdays for Bet with Sister Lorraine Brown with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central. Followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also download Live 365 and search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsportsheadgear.com and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin body and stronger hair like our face foot hair and body care products to order yours today please visit our website 
at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. This is God's Journey Child, Fed Old Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You're listening to the Spin Award nominated. It's the Psalmist Voice. Reload right now on TPV Radio. It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice. If this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet, are you ready, ready to walk? Let's go! What's good, family? This your boy, the Thomas Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton, and you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! Get your spiritual fix, uplifting word with rawness, 
great indie and gospel music, and all in biblical context. And I am your most humbled host, the Psalmist Voice. What's cracking, family? I missed you. We pray that the word will impact your life and bring a fresh revelation and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our King. But of course, family, we got a lot to cover in a short amount of time. But of course, you know, I can't continue to go on with the show without the familiar, but I don't seem to... Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. It didn't say anything about thunder and lightning in the forecast. Well, I think I know why, because there's a rumbling in the in the studio right now. Well, got to introduce one half of the brother and sister duo. Brother Don presents. We have Brother Don in the building. What's good? What's good, radio family? It is exciting to be back here on TPV Reloaded. I just know that it's been a while and God has got something great in store. And I'm just happy to be a part of it today. So I would advise you to sit back, buckle up, and get ready because I know it's about to take off. Amen. Amen. And also, Brother Don, we have a familiar voice that's not a stranger here at TPV Radio. And this is actually a family reunion. But, you know, if you guys are familiar with this, you know, and I like to tease them with this theme because we all know him. We all love him, Brother Don. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Minister Cyron Williams in the building. What's good? Blessings to your brothers. Blessings to your brothers. What's going on? Yes, sir. This is a treat. Well, I don't see everybody else in the familiar right now, but we'll plug them in when we plug them in. But, of course, we got to keep going and take care of business. So, of course, you know, we have our bipolar state of Texas's weather. Can't, can't go without doing this because this is our, our, our improv comedic session when we like to uh, crack jokes and stuff about our um, weather. But, of course, y'all, y'all know here, uh, in the CTX, we're looking at bipolar weather as usual. Uh, it was a cold snap yesterday, so now we're currently at 74 degrees and it's cloudy. Yeah, 74 degrees and cloudy. But yesterday it was like 50 degrees and it was cold. So yeah, it, it's just straight crazy right now over here in the CTX. So, Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Well, Thomas, right now we're sitting at a nice, comfortable, easy 72 degrees. And it's a little overcast, a little cloudy, but we are we haven't had our cold snap yet. We've been hovering right around in the 70s, comfortable weather if you're down on the Gulf Coast. Uh, don't have a lot of sunshine for you today because of the overcast, but it is a beautiful, comfortable temperature. And I do want to put this out, uh, family, because... Being on the Gulf Coast, we are prone to uh, hurricanes and storms. And I just woke up this morning and found out there's another storm out there, y'all. Zeta. So we've gone through the whole alphabet, alphabet. and the Greek alphabet this year. 
when it comes to storms, man. It is crazy. This is crazy. So, um, if it's coming this way, I know I know the uh, traveling season is coming up, people around the holidays. If you happen to come this way this week, keep an eye on the weather, because they do have another storm out there in the Gulf. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, Siron, how is it in your neck of the woods? Well, over here in my neck of the woods, we definitely don't got no 70 degrees. It is 46 degrees with a real feel of 43, cloudy, windy, and October in Michigan. Oh, Lord. See, I don't miss that, Brother Don, Uh, you know, because I know uh, uh, Pastor Jean, she always be giving us our 20-degree weather forecast. But uh, we got Mr. Siron in the building, so he definitely obliged to that one. So yeah, that's cold. Just saying. I think I think my titanium will freeze in place. Just saying. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Well, yeah, I know we don't do Trump stuff, the reality TV show nonsense that's going on in our nation. But it is our mandate as believers. To continue to lift up our leaders and the president and all that. So, if you know if you like them, you love them or hate them, whatever it is, as a believer, we must continue to pray for our leadership, regardless of how you personally feel. It has nothing to do with it. We have to keep our end and make sure we still pray for these men and women, regardless. Just saying. So that's my two-minute feel on the news. So. I want to give a shout out what shout outs do. Of course, I got to give a shout out to the first lady of the house, Minister Shanice Newton. God bless you. The return to Caribbean Pepper Pop was yesterday. So if y'all missed it, of course, you can go to the website, www.tpvradio.com, or you can go to our archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash tpvradio, or you can get all of our uh, shows and all that. It's all there, all stored, all saved. So you can get every single person's ministry right here on TPV Radio Network. Also, I got to give a shout out to my kiddos, DJ Tajanik, Jalen, Tyreek, Ian, and Tajane. Daddy loves you all to pieces. And he keeps me, they keep me going and keep me young, even though my, my black hair is turning gray very, very, very fast. Just saying, but I can't trade them for the world, y'all. You know they keep they do, they do keep me young, but yeah, my uh, my my grades are starting to uh, pop out. Just saying, but anyway, uh, <laughs> gotta give a shout out to you, Radio Family. Thank you so much for supporting the Summer Sports Radio Network. No matter how you do it, uh, this weekend is the Spin Awards. Uh, we're supposed to be there, but. I'm trying to stay safe. Got a family to make sure I come home safe too. The the war ceremony is commencing today, uh, yesterday, today. So we'll find out whether or not we did win anything. If not, it's still a win-win. This whole year has been awesome with the consideration for a stellar and being nominated for four spin awards this year. We are just happy that God opened up the door in spite of the haters in spite of everything that's going on, we praise God that he is still in the miracle working business. And it's just not a cliche. It's a fact, Jack. Just saying. Anyway, 
Uh, y'all can log in right now. Y'all can listen to us live on the site, www.tpvradio.com. We are transmitting live. You can also go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash tpvradio. We are also live on there. Catch all of our rebroadcasts on TPV 24-7 on Live 365. Just download the app, type in the Summit's Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. It's absolutely free. And we will not be twisting your arm and sending you a prayer cloth and all that nonsense. It's free. So get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with the great music and great uh, ministry on TPV 24-7 on Live 365. We pray uh, we're very, very soon, Brother Don and uh, Mr. Siron. Preferably, we will be on iHeartRadio. Just saying. That's huge. So we're going to see what that ha- what happens with that. But in the meantime, we are just as good for where we are right now. We have TPV Virtual coming up. We got a lot. I'm just putting all our plugs in now so we can get into the word. TPV Virtual will be transmitting on our YouTube channel. Finally, yes, you can watch all of our virtual shows on our YouTube channel. Just type in the Thomas Voice Radio Network, subscribe to the page, and everything virtual, TPV, you can see it right there live. Just saying. Now, unfortunately, we're not transmitting the show today because it just didn't connect right. So, but it's all good. We'll get that, get those kinks locked in and all that stuff, and you'll get to see my big old dome and everyone else that's on very, very soon. So, Brother Don, you have the floor. You got any shout-outs? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. First and foremost, I've got to give a shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because, you know, it's every day that he wakes me up, and it's even today that I'm here on TPV ministering with you brothers. I just got to give him a shout-out because without him, I truly, 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 I am nothing. And I can't forget my amazing wonderful wife. I got to give a shout-out to her for all that she does for this family and keeping us straight and just being that sounding board for me in the Lord. Just just really awesome, awesome lady. TPV Ministries, I got to give them a shout-out. I got to give them a shout-out because they allow Brother Don to be Brother Don and have a platform to minister the Word of God. And I just thank God for Pastor Chris and First Lady Shanice and bringing us into the family and just loving on us and just, being there for us is just truly, truly, truly awesome. I can't forget about my kids. I gotta get a shout out to my kids. You know they, they, uh, they keep me going. You know I got, I got teenagers now, and, and we all know how that is. So I gotta give a shout out to them, amen. Because God has truly, truly blessed me with them. And I just want to thank you, family, radio family. I gotta give you a shout out for being there. You know, we're just excited that you're here. We're just excited that you're, you you tune in each and every week to support what God is doing here in TPV Ministries with TPV Reloaded. So you deserve a shout-out, family. We love you, and God bless you. Amen? Amen. Mr. Siron, you have shout-outs. You have the floor. All right. I got to echo my brother there, Minister Don. Giving honor to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are at the head of my life. Without them, nothing is possible. And I thank them for being 
who they are so that we can be who we are. Shout out to my beautiful wife, my best friend, my rock. She, man, I tell you what, without her, I'm not even sure what. When a man findeth a wife, he findeth a good thing. And I've got to tell you, after the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, she is the good thing in my life. My children, I thank God for each of them. I got six of them. We'll be here a week with me naming them. And so thank God for them. And I thank God for the ministry that he has given me and my wife through Javina under the hood. Shouts out to Lansing Township and Lansing Township Police who came through last week and honored me and my family with a certificate of appreciation and a letter of commendation for outstanding humanitarian work within our community. And for you, brother, Pastor Chris, yes, sir. you, man, look, for 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 love and, and allowing me to come on and, and speak. And to my brother, Minister Don, who continues to be a phenomenal man in Christ, and your wives, who are my sisters in Christ, man, look, I thank God for you all and for the listeners who continue to grow and be strengthened through the ministries through TPB and its various entities. Hey, man, I could go forever, but I'm going to stop right now. I just thank God for y'all. Amen and amen. 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 Well, of course, we got to give a shout out to uh, Pastor Sego and also to uh, our mother of TPV. We call her our mama because that's exactly what she is when we're out of line spiritually. You know this for a fact, uh, Pastor Don, that uh, uh, Pastor Gene don't play. Just saying. So she'll get you right. If you ain't right, you can make sure and best believe that Pastor Gene going to set you right spiritually. Just saying. So we were we honor her on today, and we thank God for her. I know she's been under the weather, and we just continue to lift her up in prayer. And her and her phenomenal husband, Pastor Michael, as well. God bless both of you. And Pastor Sego and his beautiful bride, Lady Sego, God bless you also. So, family, we got all of that out the way. And I and I know y'all tired of us talking about our family and all that stuff. Y'all want to get into the word, and I do too, because I'm busting out the seams. It's been a minute. So, family, y'all know what time it is. Right. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Ready to walk, brother. Well, Pastor. let's 
Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's go. Well, of course, we can't start nothing without setting the atmosphere with some great music. We got Jonathan Reynolds and Makaya Music moving on. We also have coming from Africa, uh, KG and Namambu. I don't know how to say it right, y'all, but it's called Jerusalem. And that song is off the chain. I heard it like two days ago. And they made a whole dance craze on it and everything. And people, you don't realize that this song is talking about Jesus Christ. See, people don't know that. But they over there dancing, doing their thing, and they giving God praise. See, that's the stuff that we need. And also, we got United Tenders, which is a classic, with Unshakable. You're listening to the Alice Christian Radio Show in the land. It's some voice reloaded. And when we come back, it's time to eat. Hot topic on the table. Steak is sizzling. The potatoes are ready. Unlock potential in this season. Is it possible? Hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it possible? Well, we got the answers and much, much more. So stick around for the Summer's Voice Reloaded right here on TPV Radio. When we come back, it's time to eat. We'll see you in uh, second. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. This is the sound of the Jerusalem, en ti mi 
teaching and teaching, feeding, healing, even raising the dead to show He was the mighty arm of God, the mighty arm. Kingdom of darkness, try to drop him, stop him. They said we got him now. Oh, how they lived in a facade. Journey Child, Fed Old, Chestnut, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, are you ready to walk? To walk? Let's, Let's go. go. And now, for the thousands in attendance at the Psalmist Voice
party live and in color. So we're going to get this party started right now with the TPP icebreaker for today's hot topic. A lock potential in this season. Is it possible? Well, let's get it in. So the Webster's Dictionary writes, if you unlock the potential or the secrets of something or someone, you release them. The point of the completion is to encourage all people to unlock their hidden potential. Now, what does the Word of God say? Well, I'm glad that you asked. And it's funny how we like to uh, put things in perspective and try to line it up with what, um, you know, what the Spirit of God actually says. But here we go. Matthew 13, 12. Now, your potential is not about being driven by ambition or success. It is about who you are in God as you seek him and live your life according to his purposes you will bear much fruit the more you begin to fulfill your god-given potential the more he entrusts to you he wants you to live a life of abundance that was the tpp icebreaker for today's hot topic unlock potential in this season is it possible? Now, of course, y'all know how we do. We like to stir the hornet's nest a little bit and take practical teaching that we've heard for so long and actually dissect it and see exactly what God is really saying. And, of course, you know, we, we can start off with a, a, another cliche scripture, and I'm sorry to say it like that, but that's just how it is. And I'm going to read it from the new translation because Pastor Gene got me hooked on this now, Brother Don and uh, 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 Pastor Siron, I mean, Minister Siron and Brother Don, he, she got me hooked on this, on this translation. But I like what it says. Now, it says in Ephesians 4, chapter, I mean, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23, it says, now it's time to be made new by every revelation that has been given to you also uh, in the spirit of your revelation in other words so this is what this whole thing's about we're, we're we're taught all this other stuff but we were never you know we had a series uh back in a month or two in regards to what is our inherited uh power that god gives us and a lot of us don't really even know that because we're so caught up on the stuff that's been preached that's not helping us in this season. And I don't think I need to expound on that any further because we know exactly what I'm talking about, health and wealth. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's why we got a lot of folks right now really suffering and not really understanding their true potential in God. God is raising up a different kind of folk. He's not raising up the ones that have, have been professionally trained. Uh-oh, I'm starting already. Uh, he's not bringing up the ones that have been uh, christened by the mega church pastors. Uh-oh. He's raising up those that have that aren't uh, tainted. That the ones that come raw that will allow the Spirit of God to use them without the interruption of the fillers that we've been given for the last 20, 30 years. 
Well, here you go, Samus. You're starting trouble again. No, I'm not starting trouble again. I'm just trying to make a point here. Now, unlocking the power of the Holy Spirit in this age, we have not seen it yet. Why? Because we're not letting the Holy Spirit take control. What do you mean by that? We have revivals. We have conferences. You're, you're absolutely right. But what are these revivals and conferences actually benefiting? Who are they benefiting? Uh-oh, I'll wait. I think they're just benefiting your pocketbook. Uh-oh. Here you go again, church bashing. No, I'm not. We are so fixed on the marketing of church that we're not even raising up a standard of people. We say all these nice things. We give all these great cliches, all these great analogies on what the Bible says, but what the Bible actually says, we're putting our own spin to it. We had a talk off air, uh, Minister Don and I, we had a talk off air in regards to this very thing. We don't know what we're power, we don't know what our power is because we're so busy trying to work ourselves to the top. Uh oh. Or we're so busy trying to tithe our way to the top that we're not unlocking the potential that God has in this season. The time for the four wall church is over. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, I, I think uh, Brother Don and uh, uh, Mr. Siron, I think y'all need to hang up the phone for y'all get in trouble because uh, Simon's is about to start some stuff again. We, we're not, we're, the time for the four wall church is over. Why? Because we got this law being passed, and that's another series that's going to get us in trouble in regards to this um, passing a law in regards to um, the the church and and the, the spirit of homosexuality. We talked about that, too, but we didn't get in depth. And when we get into this series, family, it's not to offend. It's to break that spirit because the problem is we've got too caught up in the business of church but we're not in the business of setting people free it's a spirit i don't care what nobody can you i was born this way no you chose to be that way god gave us this thing called free will and free will has gotten us as a, a human as human beings in a lot of trouble you ain't gotta believe me just turn the tv on and you'll see exactly where i'm coming from We've got too busy in our stuff, in ourself, on what we want, our self-indulgence, our pride, our arrogance. We got to be the next big thing. All this stuff, that all this sin that has been going forth, all of it, I'm not just picking on this jet, that one, all of it has been promoted in the very place where deliverance is supposed to happen. Now, why is that, gentlemen? Because we don't understand who we truly are. We're not just bankers. We're not just lawyers, six-figure salary people. We are more than that. God is raising up a warrior nation, meaning that the Spirit of God's going to reign in the final days. We are in that phase. We are in the beginning. God is knocking. All he wants is our attention. But again, he gives us all the tools that we need, and we just don't see it because we can't manifest it ourselves, and that's the problem. So here we go. Throughout the Bible, we see an important truth illustrated over 
and over again. The Holy Spirit releases his power the moment you take a step of what? I'll wait. That step of faith, trust, hope, knowing that God can do it. We all fall short in this area, including me. When our faith is tested, we falter. When our trust is tested, we waver. When we're supposed to make sure that we stay firm in faith and trust in God. But we can't see it, son. We can't see this, Jesus, you talking about. I'm glad you don't because he tests you. He is real. I know in my life I've seen it for myself. If it wasn't for Jesus, if it wasn't for his angels, I wouldn't even be here. But that's a whole nother show, whole nother time. Now, when Joshua was faced with an unpassable barrier, the floodwaters of the Jordan River receded only after the leaders stepped into the rushing current in obedience and faith. So what unlocked the potential in that particular passage of scripture? Obedience unlocks God's power. Not your ties, not your position in church, not even your title. Obedience unlocks the power of God. God waits for you to act what? First, don't wait to feel powerful or confident. Move ahead in your weakness. And that's what I've been trying to tell folks, Brother Don. I've been trying to tell folks that, Minister Siron, that you don't have to be in a position of power to walk in greatness. God will move you in the time of weakness. Doing the right thing in spite of what you feel or how are your fears, this is how you incorporate with the Spirit of God, with the Holy Ghost. And it is how your character develops. So we say, be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? Mind, right? So how can we transfer anything of God if we don't obey, if we don't trust, and we have no faith? Uh-oh. I'll wait, but I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, the Bible compares spiritual growth to a what? Seed, and building, and a child growing up. Each metaphor requires active participation. What does that mean? Well, seeds must be what? Planted and what? Cultivated. So, if the word of God is planted in you, It is your job as a believer or as a a new saint or what have you to cultivate it, water it. What does that mean? Simple. Read the word. If you can't read the old King King James Version, get a new King James Version or get a version that you can understand what the word of God is saying. That's one. Two, develop your prayer life. You don't have to be talking into the third dimension to get God's attention. They don't like that statement either, Brother Don or Siron. They don't like that. You got to be at the third dimension. You got to be able to speak in three different tongues in order to get God's attention. No, he's get, you can get your attention, by, get God's attention by just speaking to him, just talking to him, just like we're doing. Buildings must be built. They don't just appear, and children must eat and exercise to grow. 
There's a there's some more examples for you. Although effort has nothing to do with your salvation. Uh oh, I'm gonna get in trouble with this gentleman. It says here, although effort has nothing although effort has nothing to do with your salvation. Well, a lot of the church folk don't agree with that. They say you have to work your way to the kingdom, or you gotta tithe your way to the kingdom, or you gotta be an armor bearer to the king and queen of the house. I mean, the pastor and first lady of the house. No, it says it has nothing to do with your salvation. It has much to do with your spiritual growth. So, as leaders, it's our job to grow the sheep. So they can go and do the work God called all of us to do when he went up into heaven, giving the final testament of what the church is supposed to be doing in the first place. And what was that? Brother Don and I talked about that. Go ye and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And lo, I am with you always. Even until the end of the age That is our call That is our vision That is our purpose And what are we doing So I'm going to stop right there Because I can go on Because I got a lot of meat to put on the table But I want to get Pastor Don's thoughts And then we got uh, Minister Siron So So Brother Don You have the floor Amen, amen. I just got one question. Is this the most controversial radio show in the land? Yep. We stay well, in good, trouble. Well, good, because I'm going to step on some toes here today. I just wanted to make sure I was in the right place. Oh, you know, Man, you hit, on, <laughs> you hit on so many good points, points that I made even earlier as this morning. And I'm going to tell you why. Let, let, let's first back this thing up. Your title, Unlock, I believe it's Unlock Potential, okay, or Unlocking the Power of the Holy Spirit. Now, now let, let, let's back it up. Let's look at something here. If something is locked, then it must be bound. Correct. Mm. And in order to unlock it means that you're setting it free. And I'm going to tell you why we're having the, 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 the body of Christ, the church, is having the L's that they are right now is, and I'm going to go out and say it, they don't want deliverance. Uh-oh. They don't want to be set free. Mm. Why? Because in order to be delivered or set free means I have to turn my heart to God. Yes. The only thing I want you to do on Sunday morning is make me feel good about where I'm at in my sin. I want you to make me feel good saying I'm a child of God. I can continue on where I'm at. And I don't yeah. want to get out of this situation because in order for me to get out of this situation, I'm going to have to truly commit and turn my heart to God. Wow. So, so what am I saying? I'm saying what we are seeing right now in the church, what we're seeing in the land today, you know, and I was thinking about this as you were talking, Solomon. Think about it. God's calling a great harvest. Now, you're a That's farmer. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to put your crop, your harvest in a rat-infested, falling-down barn? Wow. No. You're going to clean it up. You're going to rebuild it. You're going to do what it takes to hold that harvest. 
And then what we've got now is a bunch of leaders that's walking around, and if they're not submitted their hearts to God, then how are the people they're leading going to be submitted to God? Mm. Why do you think Israel wandered in the desert for 40 days, or for 40 years? It's because they, they, they refused to surrender their heart to the Lord. A whole generation was wiped out because they refused to submit their heart to the Lord. So if you really want to unlock this, if you really want deliverance, if you really want to see the move of God, you're going to have to submit your heart. Because I'm telling you, man, the Holy Spirit is not going to move in a locked up heart or shut out heart. He's not going to move. He is not going to move, period. Because, you know, that that I, I wrestled with that scripture when uh, you say you've got to work out your salvation, you know, because... Salvation isn't about works, but this, but I think the thing that I'm trying to say about that uh, family is we do have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. You call it what you want to. It is your responsibility to, condi- to continue to condition your heart like the song that says by reading the word, okay. not name it and claim it, by praying every day. You don't have to pray in tongues in order to pray. But you mm. have a responsibility and duty to get closer to God in relationship, and that's just yielding your heart. If you want true deliverance, if you want these things that that uh, um, that, that 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 will get you up and over, you have to yield your heart. You know, because my sister said something earlier this morning. You know, and and it didn't hit me till she said it because we've heard that scripture over and over and over that deliverance is the children's bread. But if you look at the time that that was saying, bread is a staple. People had to have that in their diet each and every day, bread as a staple. Exactly. So it's deliverance for us. So is it should be our staple. It should be in our regular diet. But that's not going to happen until we start to yield our hearts to the Lord. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just like you, Psalmist. I'm, I'm sitting on the front seat with you. I'm so sick and tired. Of all of these phony leaders calling, you know, revival and all this, we're not even ready for revival. No, we're not. You know, we need a we need a resurrection before mm-hmm. we can have a revival. You know, That's you right. can't walk up to some paddles to a dead body and and, and and hit it and then expect it to come up. There has to be a resurrection because I'm telling you, man, there's so many dead folk walking around here. Mm-hmm. There's so many dead works walking around here. There has to be a resurrection before we even have a revival That's right. of the people. And that's turning their hearts back to the Lord. That's yeah, right. and I'm speaking to the leaders because it's their responsibility. It's our exactly. responsibility, just like we're doing right now. You know, part of that unlocking is, you know, the word of God I read says, and when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. Exactly. That's what we're doing here, and that's their responsibility, not pumping people up, not just getting people all riled up for for a, a good meeting or, or a few goosebumps and a, 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 a well-put-together entertainment uh, service. We've got to bring the word. We've got to bring uh, what God says. We have to bring Jesus. That's right. That they can see us. And the part of the problem, you and I talked about this earlier, man, we moved so far away from preaching the gospel. I know I'm getting a little fired up here, but 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 this is right on my front porch, man. You on my front porch today. 
we have got so far away from preaching the good news. That's right. We got so far away from that, man, to the point where, um, just like we ministered last week uh, coming out of Ezekiel, when, when you move so far away from your source, you begin to die and dry up. And that's where we're at. And I'm glad you brought this topic up. I'm glad and I hope the people that are listening today, I pray that your hearts are, are yielding to this word today because this word is going to set you free. And that's what we need. We need an unlocking in the body of Christ that we can truly be made to free. See, you know, because you, you said something else too there earlier. We don't know who we are. Mm-hmm. And the word of God says what? We are more than conquerors. Exactly. But you can't conquer nothing with shackled up, locked up, bound up. You can't conquer anything. That's right. But the word of God says we're more than conquerors. So part of the I know I, that I know that I know that I know part of the thing that's going to unlock the power is yielding our heart back to the Lord. Amen. 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 Well, Mr. Siron, you have the floor. I've been listening to you too, and I'm saying to myself, good Lord, they they bringing something today. They're bringing something today. So, say the time for the four walls are up. And that statement is is so crucial right now. See, so many people look at the pandemic as a boon because you can't get to church. Well, God ensured that the men of God were at home ministering to their families, bringing the truth back to their wives, back to their children, back to their loved ones without outside interference. So if a person within their home wasn't learning who God was, getting into his word, getting to read, Kindle that relationship with him. They only fault themselves. They can't fault. Pastor didn't teach them. God unlocked the door for us to get back to him by putting us in the place where ministry first starts, and that's within our homes. Second, Jesus Christ in Matthew 13 was speaking to his disciples and it says here in 35 and I'm going to go from 35 to 38 it says that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets saying I will open my mouth in parables I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundations of the world then Jesus sent the multitude away And went into the house. And his disciples came unto him saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. I'm going to stop there. Brother Don said, planting the harvest. Sowing that seed. So it's right in line with scripture, what both of you are saying, right? And then Jesus goes on to say, And he answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are the children of the wicked one. 
You see, Uh-oh. Jesus didn't mix it. He didn't mix it up. He let know there was a clear separation between God's children and the devil's children. Everybody, oh, we're all children of God. We're all, ah, come on. Controversy. We were all created to serve him, but not everybody becomes his children because some people don't want to be adopted into that family. Some people like the stress and the mess that they exist in, and that keeps them bound up. Brother Don said conquerors. you absolutely right. I've never seen a warrior in shackles break free. Somebody else had to come set them free from their cap. And then you said bread was a staple. It's no wonder Jesus Christ is the bread of life. Here's why bread is a staple. It fills you up. You can have three pieces of chicken and still be hungry. Go ahead and have three pieces of bread. When that swell up in you, you're not going to be hungry for a long time. So understanding what God is saying is vital. I used to have an issue with the King James. And so I had my NIV and I had my other Bibles. And I was reading one day. And it was like, well, if you want to get to know my word, you don't really have to change translations. You got to change your heart. You got to change your spirit. You got to change how you look at things. And I picked up the King James and it opened up things for me. I can't say what it do for other people. We have different dialects. People speak different languages. And so there's some words out there that people use. Like I didn't understand what going ham and cheese meant until you said it. And I asked you what ham and cheese meant. As far as I knew, ham and cheese meant bread, cheese, meat, mm, yum, yum. <laughs> but then I found out, hey, <laughs> when I go ham and cheese, you have sure better be ready to get what I'm feeding you. Because if you're not, you ain't going to be able to take it. You ain't going to be able to digest it. It's going to be too much for your itty-bitty self. Exactly. And so setting ourselves free, the three of us know what it means to be set free. We have been tested, we have been tried, and the enemy has tried to cause wedges and separations. But when God is in your heart, God is at the forefront, you can step away from what he got you doing, but he's going to put you right back where you're supposed to be, whether you want to be there or not, whether you understand why you're there or not. That's right. We are free. And I'm done with that. Yes, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen... We have the incomparable, we have the mother, we have the, the power, we have the anointing of Pastor G. Homer. She's in the building, y'all, and I know she's been taking notes, so Pastor G, what's good? Hello, radio family. Hello, radio listeners. It's so exciting to be with you all today. I apologize. I I was asleep. <laughs> See, she was and in her late morning. I apologize, but I'm here now. I'm here. I'm here. Yes, ma'am. Well, I don't know if you caught the tail end of it, but we just started uh, the new series on unlocking potential in this season. And is it possible in today's age to see it? And Brother Don and uh, Minister Siron, they've been breaking it down. Um, uh, in reference to it, we were coming out of Ephesians 4.23, and then we got more scriptures to tie it in. 
But um, I started I started opening up the show with what um, what Joshua had to face with um, with uh, his impassable barriers and what we face and how a lot of the a lot of or some of the ministries that we have have not prepared us or even given mm-hmm. us the tools to unlock potential in our own lives Amen. because we are all yeah. responsible in our own walk. And I'm not yeah. going to be the one standing before the God. And he says, well, why didn't you tell my children, thus saith the Lord? Why'd you tell them all this other stuff? See, I'm not trying Amen. to be that person. I may not have all Amen. the answers. I may not be mm-hmm. the, the most astute theological seminary student. I may not have degrees all down my wall. But the one thing I do know, I'm going to go ham and cheese when it comes to the word of God. And I'm going to tell it like it is. So, I just wanted to get your pers- your your analogy on this and your perspective on this, Pastor G, because I know you have the years of ministry. You know what it's like to be in churchdom. You know what it's like to be in religion, and you know what it's like to walk in true purpose and relationship with God. So I just want you to share with the family a little bit on how God unlocks your potential, especially in this season. Your thoughts. Amen. You know, brothers, uh, and good evening to you, brothers. Um, the one thing that I find found is that the first of the year, when, when all of this stuff coming at uh, the world and coming at the body of Christ to the point that it shut down the house of God, I don't know about you all, but I, I looked at the church and I thought, you know, God, I don't know if we, the church, your people, your bride were were prepared for this. I don't know if we were prepared to take our place of authority uh, in the midst of everything that that has continued to happen throughout the year. And so, you know, it it, uh, required something of me as far as I'm concerned as part of the fivefold ministry. And so I went back to seek the Lord for what in the world was really going on because we're supposed to have power. We're supposed to have authority. Amen. We were at, we were supposed to 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 pray and command and push some situations and circumstances back, but as I've told many, we were the first one in line bought, buying tissue paper. <laughs> so I said, Lord, you know, we we need to take a we need to you know take another look at what we're really doing here as your body, as your army. And I and as I begin to share with other people that uh, were part of the body, but not necessarily part of my camp, or we had not even, uh, you know, they they were under other leadership. And you know, as I begin to share with them about warfare and and praying um, in the spirit and yielding to the spirit of God, you know, they were not being taught that. Mm-mm. They were not being, you know, I had one person tell me, actually, after they said the sinner's prayer, they thought that was it. They thought the only thing they needed to do after saying the sinner's prayer and accepting Jesus Christ was go to church and get on some board or get in some choir, and they were on their way to heaven. Wow. Wow. Didn't know anything about having a relationship with the Lord knew nothing about having to read the word and get a revelation of it, knew nothing about that word coming alive with power enough to change them and change their situation, knew nothing about being predestined and called to do something in the body of Christ. Wow. Wow. 
And you know what I what you know what I came to the conclusion of, you know, Lord, help me because I do not want any blood on my hands when I stand before you. Because right. I I I spoke a compromising word or a watered down word or according to how I felt, I didn't speak a word at all. And and you know, you know it's like God spoke to me this morning, brothers, and he said, You know what? People are so running for a pulpit, but I need people in the marketplace. Mm. Wow. Wow. And wow. That see, Pastor Gene, you you in the same vein. It's like you were you it's like you even you just flew flowed right into what's what's being said. This is exactly what we were talking about in the beginning of the show. We have been caught with red handed. And I keep saying this, that the church, as the building is concerned, the age of the church, as far as the building is concerned, is over. What do I mean by that? Because we got all these laws being passed right now that when you do open up your church, you have to conform to what the laws are saying in the land. What are you talking about? Well, I brought brought this to the attention uh, of the family in regards to the the uh, I think it's called the uh, affirmation of the LBGQ community, where they're forcing policy on church, where they have to baptize and they have to allow them to preach, teach. I'm sorry to say them, but I don't know how to say it any other way. They if they're forcing it, and there's a church that's behind this whole thing. That's pushing the agenda And a lot of churches Are already conforming to it So what does that mean A lot of our churches are conforming To what the world wants And a lot of our churches that are Either 501c3 which are Government funded they don't have a choice But to conform Why because if they don't their funding's pulled so This is what I'm saying and I'm not sitting Here trying to pick no pick no uh, issue, but the issue is the issue. We have no power right now because we don't know who we are. So in this series, by the time we're done, hopefully you understand that you're more powerful than your your bishop or your apostle told you you were. These yes. things are automatically yes. given to us, and all we have to do, Pastor Gene, is be obedient. All we Amen. have to do is have our trust and our faith in him. That's it. He doesn't Amen. require us to stand on our head. He doesn't require us to do backflips down the aisle and, and praise break <laughs> till the cows come home. He doesn't require all that. To unlock Amen. God's power, it's simple. Obedience, faith, and trust. Period. There's no yes. secret. I'm not telling you, you got to sow right now, sow your $1,000 seed to the ministry, because I gave you something that was absolutely free of charge. This is what's being held back by the people, and the people are sitting here at home not understanding, and they're dealing with all this stuff that the world is throwing at them, but they have no power into why it's happening. The shift is supposed to happen, because... God mm-hmm. is preparing his son to come and take us home. But in the meantime, Amen. we got to be fighting in order for us to get that ticket back home. We got to get Amen. as many people as possible to be saved. Because the devil, he ain't slowing up. Now he's in our churches. 
He's in our government. Mm-hmm. He's in our mm-hmm. club. He's in our resources. He's in our banks. Yes. He's in all of it now. So you mean yes. to tell me that we're sitting at home twiddling our thumbs and we have the power to unlock it right in front of us and no one knows how to use it? So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but we're going to make sure you know who you are in God in this series. So the Bible compares spiritual growth, we were saying, to a seed. And the seed requires what? Cultivation. Cultivation requires what? Watering. So if you're not watering what's been put in you, it's going to dry up. And that's what's happening now. We're not putting the effort in to keep our seed cultivated. Because we don't know how. Just like you said, Pastor Gene, we don't know how. Because we were taught to work it out. We were taught to to, to praise break it out. We were taught to uh, open up the door and be an usher every Sunday and every Thursday. We were taught to do the works. But we were taught to do the work in the relationship with God. To unlock the power that we already had. And it doesn't take a thousand dollar seed to get it. And see, this is what aggravates me in the kingdom is that we always want to put money tags on everything. That's why we got all this nonsense going on. But at least seven times in the New Testament we are told to make every effort in our growth towards becoming like Christ. Well, you don't believe me, you can write this down. It's also, it's in Luke chapter 13, verse 24. Romans Chapter 14, verse 19, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3 and 2. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3, 2 Timothy 2 15, Hebrews 4 and 11, Hebrews 12 and 14, and 2 Peter 3 and 14. All those verses just proves what being said. Seven times in the New Testament, he told us to make every Effort, not some, not when we when we got our six-figure salary, not when we get our mansion on the hill, not when we get our bodyguards, not when we get our million-dollar facilities. Not, not a, he didn't say none of that. We're supposed to be Christ-like. So, Pastor Gene, uh, Brother Don, and uh, Miss Siron. So that means I gotta give up my riches. Uh oh. Does that mean? That I can't have my bodyguard? Um, does that mean that I can't have my $2.5 million church? Well, if you're Christ-like and if you study the walk of Christ, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe y'all can answer this question. But I thought the first ministry was a ministry that went from town to town, state to state, Bring people the good news of Jesus Christ. That's how it started. I mean, maybe I, maybe I'm reading the wrong Bible, y'all. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But the ministry, the Great Commission, was called based on going to the people. Maybe I'm wrong, Pastor Gene. We were it was taught, we we are taught to go to the people, but we have built these synagogues so the people can come to us. But the ministry is for us to go to the people. Uh oh. So. You don't just sit around and wait for it to happen. You got to go to it. 
just like unlocking our potential in this season. We can't just sit and wait for Pastor Gene or Brother Don or Minister Siron to, to, to give it to you. You got to go to it. What does that mean? That means you have to seek Christ for yourself. Don't take my word for it. I say that every time we're on the air. Don't take my word for it. Read the scriptures that were given to you. Study it for yourself, and you you will find the truth for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Paul also explains, family, in Ephesians chapter 4, chapter 20, I'm sorry, verse 22 through 24, are three responsibilities in becoming Christ-like. Uh-oh. They don't like this either, but I'm sorry. Got to get it in. First, we must choose to let go of old ways of acting. Uh-oh. Yeah. Old ways of acting. What does that mean? This could even this could be both in the world and in the church. Old ways of acting. Well, I used to be a praise and worship leader and I and at sometimes I'm a keeper real. I acted like I was feeling the spirit. Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 because I had a job to do. I was doing my job for two services to do oh praise and worship. Yeah, I was doing oh my job. I was my doing God. I was doing the work. Oh I was doing the work. God. I was doing all the stuff that I'm supposed to that the pastor was approved of. But God, I, my spirit was was turning me inside out because I wasn't doing it for the love for who he was It was a job for me to do on Sunday That you put off The former way of life In the old nature Which is corrupted according To the deceitful lust Ephesians 4 And 22 This can still be both world And in the church Because right now Pastor Gene, Brother Don Mr. Siron we got the deceitful lust all up in the church. How is that when we're supposed to have watchers that watch the spirits that come in and out of the churches? And if we were supposed to, if we were doing our churches right, we wouldn't have all this nonsense going on in the church right now. We got pastors sleeping with the with all the sisters, and then the ushers are bringing them in the front row with the short short skirts on. Come on, man. And the brothers wearing tighter clothes and all this nonsense going on. Come on, man. But see, I don't know what I'm talking about. You ain't been in church. Yeah, I've been in church long enough, and I've been through the transition of the old Baptist ways. I've been in the transitions of this wealth and health movement, and I've seen enough. Enough is enough. How can we be Christ-like if we're worshiping a man or a woman that's on the pulpit? I'll wait. Uh-oh. We got we got too caught up in worshiping our pastors and our first ladies that we don't even worship God. We don't even put God first. We don't even want to be Christ-like. We want to be bishop-like. Uh-oh. Or we want to be first lady-like. Uh-oh. It says be Christ-like. That's the first rule of thumb. We ain't trying to be Christ-like, y'all. We too busy trying to be like our leaders. Now listen. I'm not saying don't respect your spiritual leaders. That's not what I'm saying. But we are making them as gods. That's what I'm saying. They are not your gods. They are spirit. They are supposed to be 
spiritual tools used by God to bring you to unlock your own potential. Has your has your potential been unlocked since you've been under that ministry? I'll wait. And I'm not talking about the works. I'm not talking about how much you sown. I'm talking about was the spirit of God truly manifested in your life and has your shepherd of your house unlocked that potential and gained and cultivated it for you to walk in your purpose. How many people we have in the church, y'all, that's been sitting in the pews for 20 years and haven't unlocked their potential yet? Because they're the biggest tie givers, the pastors don't want to give them up. That's why. Uh-oh. Let me stop. Let me stop. Okay. Okay. Second, we must change the way we what? Think. We said that in the beginning of the show. That is a p- imperative. We have to change our mindset and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Christ's mind. Not mine. Not Pastor Jean's. Not Brother Don. Not Minister Siron. His mind. Romans 12 and 2. Now, the Greek word, uh uh-oh, for all you Bible scholars out there, I'm about to impress you a little bit. The Greek word for transformed is metamorphosis. We know what that means, used in Romans 12 and 2, and 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. And it is used today to describe the amazing changes of a caterpillar that goes through the, the metamorphosis stage. It becomes a butterfly. It's also a beautiful picture If it happens to us spiritually Now, that's what's supposed to happen When you get that seed planted inside of you Your mind starts to change You develop this hunger that food can't give you You develop a clarity in your mind That you want God to give you revelation On a day-to-day basis Is it good to fellowship amongst the saints? Absolutely, but if nobody's feeding each other and all we're doing is paying pity pat, pity pat, and all of us still defeated when we leave the house, what's the point? Uh-oh, just saying. Let me stop. Let me stop. Brother Don, you have the floor because I, I need to cut my mic off before we set a fire up in here. So, Brother Don, you have the floor, then Minister Siron, and then, of course, Pastor Gene. Wow, man, you are, you're going to get some hate mail today, amen, but that's all right. <laughs> you know, man, I was just sitting here thinking, you know, and and I, I always try to look at it from a point of, Lord, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. And what I, what I know to be true is, and you and I discussed a little bit of it earlier, um, especially with these leaders and, and how all this happened was, you know, they, and my sister taught me this. She's been teaching me this um, in depth. You can only minister from a place where you are. Mm-hmm. And if you've got people there in your congregation, if you've got the body there in front of you, and you recognize where they're at, and you preach to that, they're going to stay there. So that's how that prosperity thing come up, is because they were preaching to the lack. And people hung on to that. And, you know, because really, like you and I talked offline earlier, I fell for that. And I'm thinking, looking back now in hindsight, what was I thinking? Really? But that's because they were ministering to right where I was in my hurt and pain. And see, the word of God, and you you hit it right on the head, it's supposed to be transformational. 
And that's where Jesus always took people out of when he ministered to them where they were to get them to a different place. See, because you can only see so much where you're at. And, 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 and if you're not uh, like in a place of lack or bitterness or hurt or whatever, you're only going to see so much. What the word of God is supposed to do is bring you out of that place so you can see clearly that your exactly. eyes be open. You know, that's how we make the blind see. You know, because in essence, you're blinded when you're in those situations. And the word of God is supposed to be trans- transformational when it's preached. And as you receive it, you come out of this place. And they profit it. It's profitable. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen many, many ministries come up by preaching to people where they are, not wanting them to come up, but just preaching it to where they're at. You know, and it, and it just keeps them further in bondage. It just keeps them further in despair. And guess what? It's hard to have faith when that's all you hear. It's hard to have that yoke breaking, that uh, that that the yoke breaking faith when that's all that's being preached to you. So yeah, they'll gravitate to that because that is where their hope is. Is in that message to preach to them where they're at, not the good news of, of the gospel. Not the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. See, because if that been preached, we would have been a lot further along than where we are in the body of Christ. I, I know for a fact we wouldn't be going through what we're going through right now because we would realize who we are, what we are, and the authority that we have here on earth. And we would enact on that authority and power that we've been given to us. You know, because, and, and here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I want y'all to listen. Here's the thing. And this is where... The breaches begin. We've been making congregations and not disciples. The word of God said, don't make a congregation. I never heard it say make a congregation, but I did hear the word of God say make disciples. That's a whole nother area. That's a whole nother arena. You know, uh, you know, just like, like Pastor Gene said, people running for a pulpit, but they're not in the marketplace. You make disciples in the marketplace. Exactly. That's where disciples are made is in the marketplace. Not necessarily in, in, in behind the pulpit, but in the marketplace. Going out reaching people. <clears throat> touching them where they are and pulling them up. Instead of continually reinforcing where they are in lack, in despair, in bitterness, um, uh, all these strongholds that you're continually to, to put on the people. You know, rather than to go out and make disciples, bring them up and bring them out. That's the commission. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And until we get on our job, and like you said, stop faking the funk, but really get on our job and doing what we were commissioned to do, we're not going to see the the change that we would like to see, not here in the body. We were not going to see it. It is going to take programs like this, people like us, situations that we have, that we can start ministering that truth. That's right. That people can hear that truth and be set free from some of these things that's been plaguing them all these years. You know, think about it. How can somebody sit in an anointing for 20 years and never grow a bit? That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's, that's perverse when you really think about it. Somebody can sit under an anointing for 27 years and never grow. Well, that leads me to believe that the anointing isn't there. 
or what they've been hearing isn't what is going to cause them to grow. It's not being uh, conducive for growth. That means it's not coming out of the throne room. That means it's coming out of some man's head, some mandate, some doctrine. So we have got to be the watchmen on the wall in this season and in this hour to raise the standard. And, and I think that that is what I'm seeing is the standard has been so low. And, you know, you talked about homosexual um, uh, in the church. And just recently I read an article where, you know, the Pope actually condoned it. He said, hey, it's okay. It's fine. It's great. It's good. Don't worry about it. They're, God loves them too. You know, come on, let them in. You know, now you've got one of the, the biggest quote-unquote spiritual figures in the world condoning that. Tells me the standard is so low. We've got to raise the standard, people. We have got to raise the bar because this stuff is not only affecting us, it's going to affect generations to come behind us if the bar is not raised to say, you know what? We're not going to take it. We're not going to stand for it. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. And we're taking a stand. You're going to have to fight me. You're going to have yep. to fight me yep. if you want this to go through. And that's where we got to be. We've got to get that warrior mindset. We have got to get back to being warriors in the spirit to say we're, we're not going to take this. We're going we're gonna to cast it down. Because this exalts itself against the knowledge of my Jesus Christ. And I'm not going to stand for it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Mr. Siron, you have the floor. Woo, I'm listening in. I'll tell you what. I should have brought a platter because the plate I brought ain't holding this buffet. <laughs> Man, look, I'm listening to you all speak, listening to Pastor James speak, and I tell you what, it's, it's on point today. One, people forget the devil know the Bible, too. I mean, he even had the nerve to come at Jesus Christ. With scripture So if he'll come at the very word with the word Don't be fooled that he won't come at you Or use somebody else To do it And Jesus Christ speaks about that He tells us in Matthew 7 15 Beware of false prophets He tells us In Matthew 6 33 Seek ye first the kingdom of God And his righteousness And all these things will be added But the key thing to it all one of them, Jesus Christ tells us in Matthew sixteen twenty four, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. You see, following Jesus means we go to the marketplace, as it's been spoken. Making disciples doesn't just come with words. Your actions have to be visible for other people to see. You know, there's this term in the grace movement, people who take the ministry to the marketplace, wearing your Christianity on your sleeve so people can see. People have been fooled into thinking if you pray in the marketplace that you're going against God's word because he said to keep it in the closet. All these things that are used to stifle growth. And for a person who calls himself 
the head of the Catholic Church to come out and endorse a sin is the greatest sin that any of us can have. We have struggles, brothers and mothers. We got struggles because more people want to accept the lie so they don't have to embrace the truth. They don't want to deny themselves. The spirit of homosexuality, the spirit of wealth, the spirit of prosperity, all these things go against the mandate, the Great Commission, to make disciples, as Brother Don spoke, to go out and speak the truth unequivocally, without any fear, as you spoke, Pastor Chris. To get out the church and get into the marketplace, as Pastor Gene said. See, I ain't afraid to get out here. I'm not going to fake the funk. I'm not going to act out more spiritual than not. My brothers, you two know. I'll come to you with my shortcomings. I'll come let you know, hey, this is what I struggle at. Uh, What's your advice? How can you help? What would you do? What verse would you read? Not that I'm not capable, but I don't know it all, and I am imperfect. But there will be things that God gave you all as men of God that he didn't give me. Why? So we will fellowship one to another, that we would not forsake the assembly. So many people think that the assembly is getting in the church. Well, what have we done right now? Pandemic or no, we've taken over the airwaves, the Internet. And unlocking our potential, you know, sometime our potential is behind the door that only God's Holy Spirit got the key to. And if you don't go to him, you can't get in. That's right. And so when we're looking at God's word and we're looking at what he's done throughout history, the men of God who have had struggles and have become more than conquerors, those who have looked and seen where they was wrong and repented. You know, I had a person ask me about the fall. And he said, what do you think could have been done differently? I said, well, first, Adam should have been obedient. He didn't have to be disobedient. But in his will and his desire, he went through with it. So, but there was one thing he did not do that many people will not do. He said, what's that? I said, I never heard him repent. I never heard E repent. That will unlock your potential so quick when you see where you sin and you repent instead of pastor. Well, pastor didn't teach me that. Well, well, elder such and such didn't say that. Well, mama didn't say that. And th- th- What? If you're out there sinning, don't look for a reason. It's easy excuses. And you, you, you. I know y'all can't help, but it is easier to make an excuse for a wrong than it is to correct it. Yeah. And so people go around making excuses and, oh, you can't judge them. You got to overlook it. They're putting shackle after shackle after shackle. People got so many balls and chains connected to them, they can't move in their anointing. Why? Because they stuck right there carrying the weights of sin. Well, TPV Radio, you got some keys to them shackles. My brother Don. He got some keys to them shackles. Mother Jean, Pastor Jean, she got some keys to them shackles. My sister Shanice, she got some keys to them shackles. Pastor Sago got some keys to them shackles. God's word is the ultimate key to those shackles. 
And so I'm not going to go any further than that right there. But get in the Word, family. Read it for yourself. And if you don't understand it, it's okay to humble yourself and speak to somebody that God has placed in your life as a spiritual authority, as a spiritual leader, as someone who can understand the Holy Spirit's word, not as my brother, Pastor Chris say, the Shondays and the Hondays. No, no. The hellos and the goodbyes to the sin in your life. That's it for now. Pastor Gene, put the icing on the cake, shall ya? You have the floor. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, as I was listening and just doing a little reflecting, you know, the thing that I want to do is minister to the ones that are out there listening that that maybe you're perplexed and maybe you're caught in, in, in this whirlwind of religion and you you know that there has to be more, but you have no clue where to find it or how to find it. Listen to us. We were there. We were most of us, if not all of us, were there. But God rescued us. Because I want you to know, even that desire in you that's burning, that's saying there's got to be more to this than what I'm getting, that's the spirit of God. That's the spirit of God in you saying, come come away with me. I have another place. You were predestined for more than this. A book was already written about you before you got here. Within that book, within those pages, there it, I, I have written that you will make it, that you will not uh, go astray, that you will not end up in a dead-end church, but you will fulfill the destiny and the call of God upon your life. Come away, come away from them. Come out of there. Humble yourself. Seek my faith. I will lead you to a place where you can be spiritually fed, where you can even be healed and delivered and set free from the wounds that you suffered at the hands of, of religious harlot churches. I have come so that you can be come to give you liberty. If you seek my faith, I never called you to service. I'm a God of passion. I'm a God of compassion. What does that mean? That means that he came to seek us. He came to seek and save the lost because he loved us. Not because he needed anyone to pay tithes to him. Not because he needed anyone to celebrate pastor's anniversary. Not because he needed anyone to help maintain his idol or his idolatry the church building, but God sent his son because he loved us. He sought us out, but also he's calling us to himself. He's not calling us to just serve him, but he's calling us into relationship with him, not just relationship, but an intimate relationship where we can accept experience him where we can know that we know without a doubt that God knows us God has called us God has a plan for us in spite of us in spite of what we don't know in spite of what we've been
been through, that he knew us in our mother's womb. And he gave us, He has given us the grace to overcome, to not just overcome, but to be made. He said that he made us predestined and made us to be more than overcomers. Not when we stand at the pearly gates, but the word says that he's made us to be more than overcomers in this life. The word says that he's called us to be his heirs, his sons and his daughters. Amen. The word says that he seats us in heavenly places. Amen. So we don't we no longer have to take that. We no longer have to walk around like we're fatherless. We have a heavenly father that created us for love out of love. And to prove that he loves us, he sent the thing that he loves. He sent the one that loved him, and he came and gave his life so that we, the beloved, can be redeemed. So don't just settle for that. I don't, what God does with the ones that didn't, didn't serve with a heart of sincerity, didn't serve with a reverence for God, didn't serve with their whole hearts, that's between them and God. But people, listen, God is coming for those that want him. God is separating the call from the chosen, the wheat from the tares, the goat from the sheep. God is doing it. He's calling us to him. God is saying, don't serve me with a mental assent. Serve me with your whole heart. And I'm a faithful God. And as you come to me, I will come to you and your destiny will be revealed, not only revealed, but I will make sure it is fulfilled. Wow. Wow. Well, we got a few minutes left, but I wanted to finish the three ways of knowing that you're truly being Christ-like. We hear that a lot. I touched on it a few, but transformation happens, like Pastor Gene says. It happens relationally, intimately. Okay, I'm not talking about flesh. I'm talking about spirit. So what are you talking about? What does that mean? Okay, well, being intimate with God. Just like you put all your attention and your focus on your spouse. And you want to make sure that their needs are met, right? So it's the same spiritually where we make sure that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords needs are being met. What does that mean? Well, are we worshiping are we worshiping him daily? Are we coming to him daily? Are we asking him for forgiveness daily? Are we reading his word daily? These are intimate things that connect us to God. Are we praying to him, not for what we can get out of it, but are we praying for others? Are we praying for uh, uh, unlocking different things that God has for us? Not asking God for uh, $100,000 and all this craziness that we think that we have the power to do. And see, this is the another mindset that has jacked us up. We think that God owes us something. Uh-oh. God doesn't owe us anything. He already gave his only son. That was the ultimate payment for a lot of stuff that if it was up to God, y'all, 
all of us wouldn't even be talking right now. I'm going to keep it real. Because if it was up to God, God would have opened up this earth a long time ago, swallowed us all up whole, and it would have been it would have been that. But Jesus is the sacrificial lamb for us. We don't have to go and kill goats no more. We don't have to put blood on our posts. All this stuff that they had to do of old, Jesus was the sacrifice. So when we sin, we go to his son as his Son, can your father forgive me because I was acting like a straight up knucklehead? And he, in turns, goes to his father and petitions for us. He doesn't have to do that, family. This is what we're saying Christ is doing everything he possibly can to bring us home. But we are so stuck on stupid. That we don't want anything to do with it. All we want is what we can get out of it. And that's what's grieving the spirit. That's why we can't go to the next level, y'all. Because we are too busy trying to chase after our own stuff. That we're not trying to chase after God. Listen, let me stop. See, I'm trying not to go there. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, spiritually, this is number two. Spiritually, when we allow God... To direct our thoughts, we are changed from the inside out. We're taught, Pastor Gene and Brother Don and and Minister Siron, that uh, we're taught to change from the outside in. Think about it. We're taught to look apart, act apart, dress apart, talk apart. Those are outside stuff. So if we walk into a building... Oh, wow, Pastor Jean, she looks blessed and highly favored. Look at her dress. Look at her shoes. Look at the car they drove. Oh, my God, she's blessed. But you don't know the hell she's going through. Excuse my language, but I'm going to keep it real. You don't know the hell she's going through when she walks out those four doors. Or the same goes for all of us on this call. You don't know, but we're so taught to make our outside look good. He wants our inside to be Beautiful. We are set free to sort a new height when we do an internal audit of ourselves. That's why Pastor Gene said it again that we have to have an intimate relationship, an eternal audit on ourselves, who we are in God, what we lack. Can God give me the rest that I lack? Because I know I'm far from perfect. This flesh will never be perfect because this sin was born, this flesh was born in sin. But through Christ, we have the ability to be Christ-like. Now, everyone likes to play on words, but I like to break them all down so people can understand what I'm saying. Christ-like is to be like Christ, meaning that we will never be as perfect as Jesus. We will never walk as perfect as Jesus. But if we continue to walk in the attributes that he tells us to, renew our mind, trust him, obey his word, come to him, pray to him, make him an intimate part of your life, then he will bless you and make you Christ-like. Third, we must put on the character of Christ by developing new, new Not old, new, godly habits. Your character is essentially the sum of your habits. It is how you habitually act. 
your out inside will always come out. What's in your spirit will always come out. That's why we have to change from the inside out. The Bible says that you must put on a new nature, which is created according to God in righteousness and true holiness. Ephesians 4 and 24. So don't just sit around and wait for a spiritual growth to happen. Be obedient in this so that you can unlock God's power in your life. And I'm done. That was my final thought. So we're going to pass the mic around. And then Minister Siron has a special special announcement to make. And then we're out of here. So, Brother Don, you have the floor. Then we'll go to Pastor Gene. Then we'll end it with Minister Siron. Your thoughts. Amen, amen. Well, you know, family, we've been discussing some pretty, pretty deep and heavy things here, and I'm glad Pastor Gene brought it up. With every situation, there's always an antidote, and that antidote is Jesus Christ. You know, if you're in a position right now where you feel like you want more and and we're not beating you up or even beating your leadership up, you know, we're our war is with the gates of hell. And we know what he's purposed to do and the tactics that he's using to keep the people down. So right where you are today, just just if you need to repent, just ask Jesus or tell Jesus you're sorry and that you repent and to come into your heart that you can grow. If you don't know him at all, you know, Romans 10, 9, and 10, just go there, turn there, read it, and it will tell you exactly what you need to do. But there's hope. There's always hope. As bad as we made it sound sometimes, as a cloud that we, we've shown you the enemy has had you under, there is still hope in the land. And I just want to reinforce that, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So in him you cannot fail at all. Amen? Amen. Go ahead, Pastor Gene. I'm sorry. Can can the next pastor say something? I had someone walk in. Okay, no problem. Go ahead, Mr. Sarah. Well, as we've all heard in today's message, the first things first, to unlock your potential, you must first repent and go to Christ so that he can clean your heart up. Second, you got to get in God's word so you can learn what it is to have a relationship with him. As Pastor Gene said, an intimate relationship with him. When you pray, you talk to God. When we pray for you, we talk to God on your behalf. But when you pick up God's word and you read it, then his spirit speaks to you. And that is what helps you. That is what will unlock your potential. And I just thank God for all the things that are able to be given to us through the life and ministry of Christ, through God's holy word, through those who, like Brother Don, Pastor Chris, Pastor Jane, Pastor Sago, Brother Don's sister, those who, Sister Chinese, those who are bringing God's word to you, not through perfection, as Chris said, 
but through Christ's likeness. And each of us will have different attributes. Some of us look more like his hands. Some of us look like his feet. Some of us look like his legs. Some of us, hey, we've been blessed to be able to represent the body to the fullest. But we've got to stop listening to the desires and promptings of the world and start listening to the word that comes from the kingdom of heaven. Now, I'm going to jump on something here that is completely off the market of what we're talking about, but it also, we need coverings. Each of us need a covering. Our covering as men of God, Jesus Christ, God's holy word, and our fellowship one to another. But if you're out there exercising, and you're out there and you're at home, and you need some comforting, God blessed me and my wife to be able to start a business with a product called All Sports Headgear, and it's a great covering. Get yourself one and know that the proceeds that come from that enables my wife and I ministries, you're being under the hood, to go and feed those who need, clothe those who need, make a difference in the life of others in the marketplace for God's glory. Thank you, Pastor. No Brother, problem. Mother, God bless you. No problem. No problem. Uh, Pastor Gene is undisposed, but um, I'll definitely... Um, it's definitely been one of those words that are that was challenging, and we pray that if you don't know Jesus for yourself, it's real easy. You don't have to have a big old drawn out prayer. All you got to do is ask him to be a part of your life and to change the life that you live, and God will do the rest. Simple as that. Just ask him to be part of your life. Ask him to live inside of you, outside of you, and change who you are in this present present life. We praise God for you, man. We love you. We don't church bash. We don't hate and all this other stuff y'all keep on emailing me about. Look at the word. The word is clear. We, I love you, but I hate the sin. Christ loves us, but he hates the sin. Our Father in Heaven loves us, but He hates the sin. It goes for all of us, not just for a particular party or a particular sex and all this stuff that we all we make such a drama queen out of it. Sorry, but that's the truth. He hates all sin, period, and we try to justify it just to make so and put a little butter on it and, and put a little sauce on it and caramel so. We can make it sound good, or we can make it acceptable to how we live. We have to live Christ-like. If Christ didn't roll like that, we can't roll like that. So I'm going to close it. So next week, we have part two of this series, and I'm going to leave it at that because it's just so much to say. I want to make sure you unlock your potential family. So if you missed this episode, feel free to go back and listen to it. Go to our website, www.tpvradionetwork.com. It is on there. You can just click the link, absolutely free. You can listen to it next Sunday, this same message, because every show that we record live plays the next week. 
so you can listen to this broadcast next Sunday, same time, or if you want to listen to the live one, same time, 2 p.m., TPV Reloaded is back, but I definitely want to thank Minister Siron for coming on the show. It has definitely been a pleasure. Also, as always, Brother Don and Pastor Gene, and of course, we miss uh, Pastor Sego. We'll see him next week. He's been under the weather, so keep him lifted up in your prayers, family. So, on behalf of the familiar, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the psalmist's voice, when you see Brother Don, when you see Minister Siron, when you see Pastor Gene in your hood, at the mall, at the shopping center, wherever we are, getting it in and going ham for Jesus Christ. Walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next week, family. We love you. Be blessed. We'll see you next time. Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsportsheadgear.com and type in promo code SIRON2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.